0: Greetings, nerds! This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will?
1: Doing very well. Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween. Yes. Oh, man.
1: oh yeah. I got
0: nothing because yeah. I don't like to watch scary movies, so I'm not like yeah. the most festive person on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I, we had some trick or treaters and stuff, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, didn't see many comic book characters this year. Come to think of it, it was. I mean, I had a couple Hulk, I had a, one Hulk, I had a Black Panther, uh, but then everything else was, um, you know, some, some of the more classics, so and and it, 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 with a few ninjas thrown in, so uh, so yeah, I don't know if it was just a down year for you know, maybe the. You know, as people say, the down year for Phase Four. <laughs> I don't know if it's translated over to Halloween because uh, the kiddo, you know, maybe the parents are just like, ah, I'm kind of sour on Marvel. But thankfully, we have Loki, season two, which is writing, hopefully, writing the ship. Because this week definitely was a was a great episode that I know we'll be getting into here shortly.
0: You always do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope the listeners know exactly what I mean when you say that <laughs> because you always have a good segue into a topic of discussion. And then you're like, but we're not going to talk about it now. And I'm like, well, wait a second. <laughs> and why can't we? <laughs> well,
1: we can jump right on in. I'm, I'm fine to do so. I, I
0: don't mind talking about the heart of the TVA, Loki season two, episode four. Yep. Um yeah, Will, well, um, since since you brought it up, okay. <laughs> what what did you think of this episode?
1: Oh, I as I told you with the cliffhanger, since this is a spoiler review, uh, I felt like it was a, a mini Infinity War with that ending. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little bit,
1: just yeah, a little bit. yeah. just
0: touch. Yeah, it um. I am glad I did not get like I wasn't a lucky chosen who got the screeners because they just got the first four episodes and it was confirmed that the only scenes in the original trailers were from those first four episodes. So you, so people who got the screeners could watch one through four, be stuck Mm -hmm. with that ending and couldn't even go back to the trailers at that point to figure out what hadn't they seen. (laughs)
1: Yeah, now it's funny about that as far as the with the screeners, and I know we'll get more into review because I want to say New Rock Stars did a. I didn't get a chance to watch today, but I just happened to see it on my YouTube timeline. They did a comparison of they did what since the mid season trailer dropped, which I haven't watched because I don't want to be spoiled at yeah. all.
0: Nope, um, not into.
1: Yeah, but uh, they were saying that they. In the, there, there were some scenes that were in the mid-season trailer that dropped today right. that we saw in that apparently were were was in some of the earlier trailers for the season. But. That's. Not, I'm just saying I I don't know Because I, I didn't watch it So I Right just, No just, but i Messages out there On the internet about it So
0: Okay I know but. that the Mid-season trailer Has scenes That are from The next few episodes Yeah But I guess My takeaway From what you're saying Is that Your understanding Is that it also Includes scenes From the original Trailers That weren't Scenes from the First four episodes Correct right. Okay, so so obviously, because me and Will are kind of anti-trailers, we can't go out and confirm this stuff because, like, one thing will lead to another. Um, but it sounds like I heard one thing and you heard a different thing, so now there's conflicting notes. So yeah. I'm just glad, heck, I stopped watching the first trailer. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> so I
2: don't,
0: don't want to know. Um, um, but but at, at that, so I, it's – this episode, um, I don't think I'm as high on it as you are and other people are on it just because my expectations were so freaking high. Mm. I was even listening to some reviews and a reaction before we started recording tonight, and um, I was thinking about it as I was hearing some of the scenes play out. And I think everything – up until the end, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong they, they they this show is well written and everything, yeah. but it's also for for whatever reason, I still lean heavily towards season one as I liked a lot better,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: there was just something about the way the writing here where a lot of it feels on the nose <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Two on the nose for me, like on the nose, where I'm like, oh, that's cool, but also I'm like, hmm, I could have written that. Like I'm like, oh, I don't know how clever you're being. It's a bit um, like, even though I like the scene with with Sylvie and Loki, um, but the moment she says like we're playing gods, it sounds like we're playing gods. I'm I'm thinking already in my mind, you are gods. And Loki says that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. But I wish it was something more interesting that I couldn't have thought of five seconds earlier. Yeah, um, yeah. I
1: so, thought the yeah. same thing. Do when I was watching that scene.
0: Yeah, it's it's just and and again, like even though I avoid trailers, I I I'm I'm mad that I heard some of the things about or my expectations for what Episode Four would give me were mm-hmm. raised when I started hearing so many people's reactions because people had watched the first four episodes and I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, if you're saying that, if you're saying this is the best episode of television you've seen in a while, I'm like, that's sitting the bar pretty high, especially this year where we've talked at length about all of the good TV that has come out in this year alone.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I think after, to your point about people raising expectations or lowering expectations I stopped, I mean, I've listened to reviewers and stuff and other people talk about this show and even our conversations about it. And for me, I I just basically decided to, like, take it one at a time, because especially, and I think especially after that second, after one particular, I think it was Harloff, who was, like, bashing, bagging on the second episode with the product placement stuff. And then once I actually watched the episode, I was like, are we watching this? I mean, it, it didn't seem to take away anything away from it. So, you know, so so for me, it wasn't it wasn't so that you know I, that didn't color my viewing of the show because I did because I I watched it the first time Friday and I watched it again last night and to and I agree with you that there were some things that were telegraphed like the line. You know, we are gods, and I, and and I completely get that. And I, I thought whenever I was watching it Friday, I was thinking the same. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know where this line is going, but I think for me, it's it's more just the overall structure of 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 the, of how they're closing loops in in this story, and you know, because whenever cause I, cause I, whenever, for example, getting you know, thinking just, you know, starting at the beginning. Of the episode where we we're, you know, we're at the end of time, and and of course Miss Minutes shares to R- Ravona the the thing that's gonna just make her very angry, and and of course, yes, we figured it was gonna be a betrayal of some sort, and indeed it was, and 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 but also where it paid off for me was how we got that snippet of that conversation that. He who remains and Ravona had in episode one, and then, they, and then they flesh it out in the, in this episode. So for me, it was just like completing that arc. And then, and then of course gives us some greater understanding for why now Ravona is on the mission that she's on.
0: Yeah. I i go back and forth on that scene like mm. i i already said it said it last week that if it turns out the secret is he wiped her mind <laughs> I'm like yeah, okay yeah. been there yeah. heard that sob sorry so sad but i also understand how well it wasn't just that he wiped her mind but she was his commander and helped him yeah. so much but He didn't just wipe her mind. He wiped a lot of people's minds. So you could make an Mm -hmm. argument that like they still haven't convinced me Mm -hmm. that she is more hurt by his actions than, say, Mobius, than, say, any of the people who have clearly been held hostage at the TVA um, through the memory erasing, through the here's your purpose. and and like if if you really start to think about it he who remains is doing with the TVA and the people who have been working for the TVA exactly what um Wanda was doing to that town
1: yeah yeah there are a lot of yeah. parallels yeah
0: that's, holding that's, them hostage
1: what, yeah yeah
0: that's,
1: yeah, there's a lot of, you're right, That that's a great parallel between those two, between the two shows and the two characters because it, it is, it is that, that case and, and I think to, to drop, you know, to, to, to echo that point and, and tie it to another point in this episode too, like when, uh, we get docs, uh, whenever, you know, whenever they have the whole series, uh, section there where, they, uh, you know, figures out Brad betrayed them and everything. And then, you know, where Ravona and Miss Menace show up and, and she's presented the choice to like, uh, join Ravona and, you know, being a, a part of her new TVA, you know, she rejected that because she's like, she, because of, she's already lost her, uh, Free will and other things before by being subjected to uh, a megalomaniac <laughs> and he who remains. So, you know, why am I going to do it again?
0: Yeah. 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 It's, um, when, when you bring up that scene, all that I think about is it's a very small box. Yes. Um, <laughs> I like, um, like you're right that I was surprised that only Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not because yeah. because like docs and crew were very proactively trying to get rid of the timelines because mm-hmm. having all of these branches they they knew like it was chaos it's mm-hmm. like the TVA is collapsing and and because um Loki and them stopped their plan to save the timelines like now we're in this situation and mm-hmm. And I was, I think it also is very true to Docs and the others for not having them follow Brad, because Brad's the only one who really did like has seen what's on the other side and is yeah. thinking to himself like he's more at looking at it from I was, I was robbed. Mm-hmm. I I know that I can just as easily go back, so why not? Why do I have to stay here and live out this life that I had no choice over? Um. So they're doing very interesting things there that I wasn't expecting, and heck, I wasn't even expecting Brad to make it this long. But yeah. Rafael Castell is doing great, and <laughs> I hope he's in it for the long <laughs> haul. <laughs> he's he's very good, um, especially yeah. when Sylvie possessed his body. <laughs> know like, go, Brad. Good on you. Um. Uh, yeah. But I like how I refer to him as Brad, no matter what. Like he'll never be X five to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's me, Brad.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's always Brad. Yep, he is Brad. Brad Wolf. That that is. It, it, but and I, and I think that's part of the point. I mean, I think as you said, I mean that's he was the one who made that choice because he had been on the other side and he and he and he yeah. he, he liked what he saw. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, the uh, others, and
0: the others are basically pulling a Mobius. They're mm-hmm. not looking. Mhm. They and and I think. I'm curious in the next two episodes what they're how they're going to tie up that thread of Mobius and the others and their lives on the timeline or their refusal to look is also, from my perspective, a mechanism of of thinking. This is the life I've only ever known. Mm-hmm. So if I go look, well, then I'm going to think, well, why can't I like there's too many possibilities, so mm-hmm. and that can cause people anxiety. So maybe it's more like, I don't care what's what my life is there. I know what my life is here, and I'm gonna see it through. Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's that. I mean, I I thought about that actually as I was making my notes for tonight and thinking ahead as far as what we're gonna see five in episodes five and six. I've, I'm glad they, uh, they had, they, they purposefully did not show what Mobius' life was before. You know, we know Ravona, for example, was a teacher. We know Brad had his life as a, uh, you know, as a actor in the seventies and all that kind of stuff. But I, th- I, I think whatever, whatever reset happens after, after this fade to black cliffhanger, at the end of this episode i think we're going to get some answers to 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 what Mobius' life was on some ver- on the sacred timeline or, or 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 one of the branches
0: it's got to be something with jet skis right
1: and it's going to be something with jet skis and and what a yeah and and something with an and of course it's got to have some hot cocoa there too
0: well that was a that was an interesting choice like that was random to me because there was so much there's been so much emphasis on pie, the key line pie. <laughs> I was actually thinking to myself during this episode. I'm I'm just sitting there watching the whole pie scene and I'm thinking to myself, Okay, so the ending of this episode, there's definitely gonna be a call back to pie, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then we went on this cocoa tangent, and uh, yeah. which which was uh, weird because you're like, why is he so like? I'm mad. I'm more mad that um, <clears throat> Timely didn't save the day, mm. died within five seconds, mm. um, and and w- so therefore we we might never understand why he was so obsessed with the cocoa machine.
1: <laughs> well, I think it was—I think it was just the curiosity of the inventor with, with the coffee right. machine. Yeah, but
0: he knows he was the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, he might have been the inventor.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. It was also just in a very creepy location. I'm gonna call it out yeah. right now. Well,
1: funny cause, Yeah, it was because you know when I rewatched the episode, I noticed because I, I noticed the placement of it when it like when they panned out. You know, that that coffee machine, that machine was like there. So what's what's the significance of that machine? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That that cocoa machine that I swear, I mean, people, if you know different, please let us know. But I swear that's the first time in this episode we've heard about the cocoa machine. And the only reason why the cocoa machine came up is because Sylvie slammed Mobius for wanting to go get pie. Slammed him real hard. Very hard. Um, and then she went to go get pie, but didn't, yep. it didn't did um, I get it
2: pie yeah
0: yeah and the and the the one person like shout out to Loki, um mm-hmm. the man is just staying cool and calm right now, um, and somebody i I did hear someone bring up an interesting point that um i potentially this could be where it's going is. Loki's on a path that's very similar to Tony Tony Stark's path.
1: I've heard that too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which, at this rate, yeah, let's do it. Let's go all the way because I because just it it will make sense and and he does need at this point <laughs> we need some fininity <laughs> with his ending. <laughs> <whatever> <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, like we need him to redeem himself, get killed in the process, and all the different journeys be worth it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this variant actually lives to see another day. Maybe that's, that's, that's the end game with, 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 with this version of Loki. I mean, or maybe he becomes, you know, it, to become that, uh, you know, that version of Tony Stark. I mean, it could go one of two ways. He could, you know, he could definitely you know, had the same fate as Tony. Um, mm-hmm. but then, but that would be the same fate of all the other Lokis. <laughs> um, or he could, or, or the, or I guess, the, I guess I should say the, the movie Loki to separate the two. Um, or he could become, you know, given especially the given the God's speech, uh, he could become the next he who remains as far as the architect of the the, the, the re- rebuilt TVA after right. you have this reset.
0: Yeah, you know, one thing that did stick out to me about the um, the pie scene, as I'm mm-hmm. calling it right now, yeah, is um, and actually this entire episode is. Mm-hmm. I even though I didn't like the line because it was predictable, I do think that in this episode alone, they have done a really good job of taking these these gods Mm -hmm. and putting them in a situation that makes sense of why they're behaving like mortals. Mm -hmm. There is so much morality going on. Um, where it's not them able to use their magic and get their ways, and it's not them able to, um, like burn it all down and everything. No, they actually have to help have hope that these other people are, are figuring it out and it's all going to be okay. And so, um, it just it felt very much like both of them. Both Sylvie and Loki were were faced with with their own morality, um, and it made them. And that's what I really like that this show has managed to do um, throughout both seasons yeah. is um, is really strip away this idea that you are a god and make you just another mortal, um, mm-hmm. which they've never done with Thor before, in my right. opinion. So so I I really like that and and that's what places this in uh in a very unique time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah, but you, well, you I, I have
0: to do it cuz they do it every 5 minutes, okay? They, do, they, they the do. time puns. <laughs> Get it? Oh my god.
1: Time puns, the callbacks to other time yes. store time travel stories, gosh, you know, Ubi and his not-to-scale models. <laughs> oh my uh. god. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole, the, the, the pie scene, I completely agree that the mortality of, and morality of being, you know, of, of gods having to face this choice. And, and it's funny how, you know, you know with this philosophical debate and, 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 and Loki being basically placed in the role of what he, Ironically, who, he who remains was, was trying to, to do with the TVA to begin with. Um, you know, it, it, you're right. I mean, it definitely does take this series. It, this is, you know, like, like to, to your point that you made about the parallels between WandaVision, this, this is the same. This series is also like that as well, where, uh, where, you know, Wanda was a really, ex- Exploration of grief. This is an exploration of or, or mortality, and, and our and and choice and predestination.
0: Right, right. Um. So, hmm. so in terms of predestination. Yeah. And in terms of, I think you said something along the lines at the very start of this conversation that this episode it closes a lot of loops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I, Well When you say that Are you saying That they're closing loops For the better or for the worse Like what do you mean by that it's closing A lot of loops
1: Well I think there a couple of levels One the story loops As far as We, we were teased something in the first episode And now We have we got resolution to at least a portion of the story in, in this fourth one um you know there's still you know for example as, you know with as we referenced earlier the conversation that ravona and he he had um you know there's still some things i'm i'm thinking that the, the whole time slipping that loki was doing before in the first episode even though it seemed that they resolved it i'm thinking that it's going to play a role in the fifth and sixth episodes Right. Um
0: because we still don't know why that even ever happened,
1: exactly, exactly, so I think that's still that's still something that's at play um and then of course the other the other big one is just or, you know and even to your point about how they just like were just putting fine points on everything or Boris of it all. <laughs> Right. And, 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 and for those folks in the audience who may not understand the defi- the dictionary definition of what Ouroboros is, they gave it right to them. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay.
0: You're so clever. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but I, but I did like, but, but th- that was a fun scene. And again, it was just really, you know, from, uh, just a, from an acting standpoint of key and, and Jonathan majors. I mean, it was just a fun scene to watch, but, um, but it did get to the, did get to the bigger, you know, the, the, the old, the old thing with, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg. And, and, and so, uh, so they're playing all that the whole. True. That whole thing in, in this in this show as well. So, you know, so, I think in episode five or six, we'll get some resolution to some things, but of course, you know, given that it is Marvel, it will definitely be a springboard to, to many more things, including the multiversal war.
0: Right. So, so do you think the event in this episode is what causes Loki to be, start time slipping in the first episode?
1: It might be. It, it might be. very well be. Okay. Because I think, I mean, because, because, because we we have the you know, the loom. That, I guess the thing is, the whole purpose of the loom was, you know, you have this sacred timeline, and the loom is the the, 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 the use all the techno babble, the throughput put multiplier or whatever. I mean, basically, it was just you have in this universe, you have the sacred timeline, and then you just have all these branches that have spun off from that sacred timeline, and mm-hmm. the loom was just basically pulling them all back together. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: So so I think that time slipping has something to do with pulling all those threads back together into a single unified timeline.
0: Right. Right. Hmm.
2: I don't know what, but I mean. Yeah,
0: I just, yeah. No, like, like we don't because they've yeah. done a very good job about teasing stuff. But definitely, I don't think they've given us enough information for anybody to come out with like some really clear theories yeah. um i'm I'm sure people theories spiraling, yeah. but yeah. I just keep thinking about the fact that it was in the season one finale Loki gets kicked through the time door. Mm-hmm. And and then it, the final scene plays out, and we all think that he's in the future, mm-hmm. or no, we all think that he's in present day. But then they do, uh they do the whole um Planet of the Apes scene, right? And and we're like, oh no, he's he's in the he's in the future, or <laughs> we don't know.
1: We don't know he's. <laughs> it could be in the past because, we, yeah, because you're right. Because when we start the second season, we have different. Places on the timeline with OB
0: <laughs> Right Right
1: You yeah. well, do the time slipping
0: Right but I just I don't Okay so he gets yeah. Kicked through the door mm-hmm. Ends up in one place mm-hmm. We Then we start in season Two and that's when the time Slipping occurs mm-hmm. But theoretically The more I think about it the more it couldn't have been this event. Yeah. It, I, think, I think it was when he re, who remains died.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That probably wasn't but, true. Yeah. yeah. But I then mean,
0: that makes why sense. did it only affect Loki and not Sylvie?
1: Uh, well, it's because she remained at the end of time.
0: Yeah. And she killed him mm-hmm. after he was already kicked through the door. So, right. so maybe they're connected, but... Hmm. It's going to always – I feel like the loop of the season is always going to tie back to that, that scene at the end of the first season, though.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Well, that, that was the catalyst that, like, set all the the whole the, – the, the branches in, in motion.
0: Right, right. and And even with that, even with the branches in motion, for it to escalate this quickly – I don't know if they've done enough. Uh, I don't know if they've done a good enough job setting the rules of why that is like why I, I get, he was maybe it's because no one's writing the timeline. Like the loom can only do so much, but I don't know. It's it's yeah. interesting to think about. Um, I'm glad we don't have to spend too much time thinking about it before we start getting answers with the next episode dropping later this week. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, they I, I find it very interesting when we go on these, let's watch these two episodes as they come, or these two shows as they come out, and it never ceases to amaze me, no matter how different the shows can be, how many parallels we can find them. Because right when we get, when we're able to watch Loki episode four, and with this like, well, what the fuck do they do now? Um, and they got two more episodes We're we're watching Gen V that has its penultimate episode where I feel like they tied everything up. And I'm like, we got one more episode <laughs> left. Like, what, what's happening?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's all I could think about it after watching like both Gen V and Loki. I'm like, well go figure. Both of you did the same thing to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was I was thinking that same thing when I was watching the end of episode seven and and we haven't you know, I know we were also gonna touch on episode six as well, but uh but you're right. I mean given that um yeah, that they did happen and occur in the same week, it was just like okay. All right, yeah. showrunners. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. y'all didn't plan it this way, but how about that? <laughs>
0: how about that? Yeah. Um. So so we will definitely be talking a lot about Loki and its next episode next week, along with the Gen V season finale, as it was confirmed a few weeks ago. I think even that um season two will be happening, which. You know, I finally heard, I finally, while I was, I, I finally went back and listened to um, Christian, Coy, and when Sin talk about Loki, episode four. Okay. And you know what they talked about towards the very end of that? Talk about, yeah. about Loki.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I I uh, I was going to this weekend, but never, but never, never got the opportunity to.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I like fast forward through some of it. Um, I I found it very interesting how how little they actually talked about episode four of Loki, probably yeah. because both Christian and Winston had seen it weeks ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed that but, too. Yeah.
0: yeah, but but then I was very intrigued when they started talking about Gen V. And please, everyone listening, if you're sleeping on Gen V, wake the heck up because this yeah. show is good. It is yes. good. Um, yeah, yeah. It just, it, it's, it's, uh, it is exactly what you want a spin off to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It is not a um, derivative of the main show, of the original show. It is um, a, lo- a living, breathing story. That is just so happens to occur in the exact same universe. So you're playing by all the same rules. (laughs) (laughs) And, and and it's also like, I don't know the writing situation, but to me, it's, they, there might be two different writing staffs. There may be one, but it says a lot. The fact that I can't really tell too much of a difference between the writing. uh, Because, because there's just something about the tone of Gen V that every 5 minutes I'm like, well, I yeah, so what we see a penis here, we see like there's a dick joke there, there's this, there's that, there's Jensen Ackles just which I heard I read that was all improvised his entire scene was all improvised talking about <laughs> um teaching Kate how to come and everything he said was improvised, and all I could think about is you are the father of two little little girls, <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> <There he is. laughs> yeah, I have to say so with episode with with episode six Jumanji, uh yeah I saw you know given that we uh we we started gen v i think a week back from um <laughs> the original air dates, and know we we're, were i know we're now caught up. But, uh, but I did see, you know, I saw Soldier Boy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I was, so I knew Soldier Boy was what was going to be in, in this episode, but damn how they like used Soldier Boy and an inappropriately aged ex boyfriend, imaginary friend, uh, who was teaching her all about sexuality, among other things. I did not have that on my 2023 bingo card for sure.
0: No, I had heard the same thing because I had read this like back when the episode first aired and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, but I'd forgotten about it. And then as soon as he comes up, all I'm thinking about is how this is all improvised and it's just gold. It's just so good. And and it makes sense. And and I love in this episode, we we talked a lot about Kate and we mm-hmm. talked a lot about Andre and how Jumanji really keened in on to into both of those characters and their situations mm-hmm. and um I'm going to say it right now like this episode in my opinion makes makes Kate like a Jean Grey character mm. and and Andre's like a cyclops
2: mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like there's something about it maybe it's because um like like i know jean gray didn't wear the gloves well i think she did but i know rogue is more more known for her gloves because of her powers that like if you combine jean gray and rogue powers that's basically cape um because she can get inside your head and and mm-hmm. as we saw in jumanji why it's called jumanji is because they, they took the premise of that movie game and made it made it and turned it into an epi- a bottle episode inside Kate's heads, where, because okay. of her powers and what was happening, what was causing how do I put this how her powers were wreaking havoc in her mind and kind of malfunctioning as she was bringing everyone's memory back. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she in an, inadvertently brings everyone inside her head. And at first we're like, okay, this is going to be a Kate memory tour. Yep. And then very quickly, very quickly, all of a sudden we, we, we get other things. And the, and the first one was when, um, they, they went, they were in class and we saw Kate meet golden boy And then Mm -hmm. Golden Boy quickly starts interacting, and boy, what was not on my bingo card, it should have been, was that Andre and Kate were hooking up way before. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Which, looking back, I'm like, yeah, yeah, there was something way too easy about that for them to not have been fucking before.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) (laughs)
0: But, but I was, I was also, um, I liked how Jordan was so taken aback by that because Mm -hmm. they had been around both of them and golden boy for so long. It's like, how did I not know this? What was going on? Um, And then, and then, and so we're like, okay, so it's their memory. And then we randomly find ourselves in a Jordan memory. Which, um, which at first they played it very well because at first you're thinking, oh, we're gonna see. At first, I'm like, wait, we're gonna see what, what Briggs and, um uh, Golden Boy were talking about during the end of the first episode. Right. And then quickly it's like, no, 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 this is Jordan's memory. And it wasn't even that instance. They have, um, Golden boy Luke has been catching on to this whole situation with him and Sam and what was yep. happening in the woods mm-hmm. since their freshman year. Yep. So, so this was long before and unfortunately the memory is from Jordan because they they um they essentially put Luke to sleep yep. and then were rewarded for that by becoming Brinks TA.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, put yeah. Luke to sleep. Yeah. And, and then of course they were using, you know, basically, I guess using Sam as a test subject on Luke to like make Luke stronger. Uh, you know, and so yeah, so there was that whole, that whole thing. But, but then also the whole, like, you know, like, like you noted in the notes, um, there, the, the, the question of the loyalty, um, was, you know, whether it was right or wrong, you know, Jordan's motivations for for doing it uh it was was um that, that misplaced parental figure because of um you know the estrangement that he that Jordan has with their father.
0: Yeah. I I think that what this episode did with everything that came out of um came out about each character and their histories. um, What it did a good job doing is it informed, it better informed us about why these characters made certain choices in all of the previous episodes. Yep. Yep. Like, like it shed in some of that history and some of that context that we honestly didn't even know we were missing. But now that Mm -hmm. we have it, it's like, okay, now I get it. I I understand why, Out of everyone, Jordan was grieving the most, not over Golden Boy, but over Briggs. And why why the fact that they're gone, they're even more vulnerable because, but they're also, there's a lot of guilt, too, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. about. And now seeing and understanding more about the school and what their choices have allowed to happen, it's like there's even more guilt. And and it makes more a lot more sense about Andre and and all of the different emotions he's feeling. And also, I I think the episode did continue to enforce what you brought up last week about the tragedy um, that has occurred with Andre and with a lot of his relationships with a lot of different characters, but especially Kate and Golden Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then. And with Kate, like, yeah, she <laughs> I hope nobody like misinterpreted my stance last week. Um, uh, but she you you understand like we see her after her, what happened to her after she sent her brother away. Yeah. And the the cruelty that she was exposed to, and why freaking Shetty mm-hmm. is able to do this manipulation to these kids. Um, because she she knows it, she she knows the tragedy, and she knows how to say the right things to the yeah. get these kids to trust her, and suddenly she's allowed to be the um the mother figure that didn't want them. Um, yeah, and step yeah. into that role. Yeah, and, and we'll definitely be talking about Shetty later.
1: <laughs> yeah, Shetty. Shetty's a shitty person, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, who uh, is she? I mean, I mean, think about it. In the well,
1: yeah, of the yeah. world,
0: she's not a homelander. Like,
1: yeah, she, yeah. Well, we'll let's you know, let's. We'll, true, we'll put a pin in it, but at least at least in this episode, just seeing the, even though we we later learned the motivations, just the manipulation and. It's how she used the kids, I think. Yeah. You know, it, and, you know, it does beg the question does the ends justify the means? Uh, oh, yeah. With, with Shetty. And I think that's, the, to your point about why the show and even the boys work so well, uh, really gets into that.
0: Yeah. It, you, she, she, she definitely, yeah. We'll, we'll get into Chevy, Shetty a little bit later. Um, the, we also go back to um we go back to the bloody death that kicked off this entire mm-hmm. series and um Marie and Annabelle, which I don't I don't know. Um and it's not Annabelle, it's Annabeth right? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Or Annabeth? It's Annabeth. Yeah. So which we already knew, but they just wanted Annabeth there, and it didn't feel to me. Marie's situation felt more like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just like the the her worst fear of how her sister. But but then again, it could have been because we we only saw so much of what happened in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just just a, a very well. I I really liked watching both of these episodes together because even though Jumanji felt very much like a bottle episode, it definitely did a good job of taking us from where we left off with last week and the reveal that it was Kate to... To understanding more about why she was doing what she was doing, even though we we knew like Shetty was involved. We didn't know the extent. We didn't know the history. We didn't really. We're we're still fleshing out the woods in that situation. Uh, but by the end of the episode, it's we also get the resolution. OK, so Cordoza suddenly has a breakthrough with his virus. Um, but it's not enough that that he can infect the, and kill these um metas, but can you make it contagious? So
1: yeah.
0: that's yeah, how that they end the episode,
1: yeah, yeah. That that was uh, you know, it, and it's interesting that we learn more about this virus because I know it was teased, I want to say, in season three of the boys, maybe, um, but. Uh, but you know, this show was conceived and after conceived of and written after the pandemic. <laughs> it's kind of like, hmm,
2: you know,
1: I, I, it's interested. It still decided to go this route given what we've all been dealing with. Because I know Falcon and Winter Soldier on the Marvel side had a similar type of story arc, but decided not to. But um, but the boys and and Gen V universe decided to continue on on this and and and. Um, yeah this it's just a very interesting story choice that especially as we when we get to episode seven uh and the resolution there uh i wonder if that's how they how they're decided to handle it um but um but yeah episode six i mean you know it, we, i just thinking about andre when they did pull out of the um pull every out of kate's memory and stuff, and you know again it just made it very clear that you know, he you know, he still even though with all that happens, he still has feelings for her, but uh but all the members of the Gen V Scooby Doo gang um definitely don't trust her, which you know, again, as you said, watching these two episodes together uh definitely drives some things forward um with the story that that, that will that will will make will will bear um, something to bear in mind as as we move forward. And then, of course, you know, we didn't really talk much about Emma and Sam. but You know, obviously, you know, Sam had his first experience. You know, he's a virgin with with Emma. But the bigger thing that I thought about that scene was where he says after you know, they're they're talking, and he's like, he still has this thing of he that, that she doesn't, you know, he doesn't deserve her. And and the fact that she still is like, look. You're messed up. I messed up. We were, we're messed up together and she didn't pull away. Um, which I think is, which thinking ahead, given, uh, you know, Sam's mental state, how, you know, how is that going to play out, uh, with, with their, with their relationship? And, uh, and also just things we, you know, I think it's maybe a good segue to move to episode seven. So.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was called sick and <laughs> and uh yeah, I was thinking about Sam and Emma. Um, you know, Sam is there in in, in the in the dorm and he wants to stay there and of course he, but he you know, it is a college campus and he got a nice he got a little taste of college life. <laughs> that uh-huh. he, yeah. That uh
0: Yeah, from like, the wrong, like
1: from, from from the homelander from the homelander stan himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um what you what you were getting at is that is well, in my opinion, I don't think that I don't necessarily know if it's gonna be Sam's mental illness that causes um Emma to leave him or break up with him. But every the uh the now that we're out of the hot hiding spots, <laughs> suddenly <laughs> you see the the true colors of a person, and because of Sam's history, mm-hmm. um, he is definitely on Team Homelander. So yeah. he he definitely thinks that soups are superior, mm-hmm. and um, and humans should be about mortals should be bowing down to them, um, which Emma does not seem to agree with, and so they will definitely be having a conversation about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for
0: sure. <laughs> which, which I liked. Because it was so subtle, mm-hmm. all of those like where you're like, okay, and they're also the writers are saying, yeah, we're gonna start these hints now, mm-hmm. um, so so that it's it it makes sense and it and also they've done a good job with Sam in particular with um as much time as we've had with him about us. I'm not really. I don't think it's from left field that he would feel that way No. based on everything he's been through.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah. I think any, any meta who went through that or any, any soup that went through that um, would probably feel it like come out feeling the exact same way. And that's mm-hmm. probably why H- Homelander feels that's a part of why Homelander feels the way he does about it. Um, it's because there's been allusions to what he went through, especially as a ca- a child mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically being raised like as a lab rat, so yeah. Yeah. so it's it I, I I like it, and it also broadens the perspective. The it, it widens how many different perspectives on in this crazy world that we're getting through these kids mm-hmm. um, or young adults, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I um I didn't I like. Emma and Sam have had so much time that that to me, I was like, OK, they can play. I see what they're doing, yep. but they're definitely not the A storyline right now.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: no, 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 because these two episodes are all about Shetty, Shetty, mm-hmm. um, especially in sick, everything escalates. And and this is the penultimate episode. And so you're you're not thinking you're thinking, OK, this is a buildup, but. The very first scene where Cardo- Cardoza is asked to make the virus airborne. And that, I like how that triggers him to um, question Shetty and say, yep. oh, what? wait, what? And then yep. she immediately points out the fact that he has nowhere to go with this information because he literally created a virus that will kill soups.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and my whole thing is, while you were doing this, what, like, like, at what point did you, th- did you pull out a memo from VOT saying, this is my directive. <laughs> Kill that. <them. Yeah. laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of like the, the, the equivalent, uh, you know, it's like, you, you, yeah, I mean, this is like the accidental discovery. I can't remember it, this it, of 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 the thing that will will bring the corporation down, and he's like the hapless scientist who who, who discovered it.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 poor guy. Heads will roll. Yeah. Literally, um yeah. literally. I love that song, and I'm so glad they used it. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, they did. I have to say, yeah, I know we don't talk much about the scoring with this show hardly at all, but I had to say uh they they the score of this show is so on point.
0: Yeah, it's a good yeah. soundtrack.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, and and then um, Dean Shetty meets up with Grace Mallory um who who we know from the boys um and so it's a good cameo from her um who gets because of what she's known for and who she's affiliated with she gets shown this plan of basically genocide and yeah. she's like no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pass. yeah and also we're watching you because this is freaking crazy yeah. um yeah. so so I do I do want to say it is kind of like, okay, like Shetty was all calm, cool, collected. And then the moment she realizes what she has, it's like, okay, pedal to the metal. Let's get this out. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So before, when when you were talking about Sh- Shetty being real shitty, um, we find out the motivation. And the motivation, yeah. like, again, this is why this is so brilliant. It's because it's all tied back to the airplane crash in the first season. And why I think that's brilliant is because I remember still watching that episode. Me too. And it was that episode where, which told me as a viewer, this show is different. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, I don't
1: remember talking about it. Yeah.
0: What, what episode was it though? Was it
1: episode four?
0: I was going to say episode four and, um, And so it wasn't the first episode. It took a while for us to figure out what this was doing. And then that episode happened. So the fact that they go all the way back to not only the first season of The Boys, but that specific event that honestly I think a lot of viewers reflect on and being like that was the changing point, like I'm committed now to this universe, to have that be the motivation for your antagonist in the first season of the spinoff show, i'm clapping right now everyone i'm just yeah. round of freaking applause
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i i i just be because it's
0: just it's just so good it's so yeah. good that that happens the way it did and we find out about it um and just as as quickly as Shetty's plan starts getting kicked into full gear, <laughs> they they strip it out, take it all away, and and so here's my question to you, Will? Yeah. When when we see the scene of Kate and Shetty at the house, mm-hmm. Kate has her gloves off. Mm -hmm. And and then by the end of that scene, she's kind of like Shetty is like petting her head and saying, I'm going to protect you. Did you think that Kate, it worked that Kate was being manipulated again by Shetty?
1: So that goes back to my comment earlier about. The end of episode six with everybody not trusting everyone. Mm -hmm. Because now me as a viewer I really Don't know Yeah I honestly The guy I was like because when that all Played out when the rest of the gang Did show up at the house Mm -hmm. I I, I Was sitting there I was so Conflicted like is 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 this All of Shetty's game To like get you know And and That she and Kate plotted This out And and all, or or is it something more? And I think you know. And taking it to the next step, I know we haven't gotten through the. Just wanted to start thinking ahead to next week, but I mean, this makes Kate very a, a very dangerous individual.
0: Oh, Gene Gray moving forward Phoenix. in the show. Gene <laughs> Gray Phoenix. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cause I just don't know. I honestly don't know.
0: Yeah. And, and hey, Emma, Emma might have to be careful because, um, because Kate shares the same political perspective as Sam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. But, but again, Jumanji kind of informed you that Kate has been used. hmm Like not as much as Sam, but. Like emotionally, yes. And her powers, yeah, yeah. and especially the fact that her powers cause her own issues with her head and everything. Like, there's ramifications for overuse and the way they were using her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Very dangerous. But, yeah. but I like it because th- these, yeah. these kids can't all be the good guys. But I also, there, there is love there. There is, friendship there that Mm -hmm. that i they're they're navigating a very precarious situation with this because of their because some of them share really long histories some of them are new but also identify with each other due to their own personal tragedies and so Mm -hmm. they they've done a very good job of making us believe that these are friends these are lovers but they're also freaking powerful and they they can't always be trusted because at the end of the day people are gonna they're still young enough to just look out for themselves.
2: Yeah, but, yeah.
0: So it's very interesting. But but in that moment, so where where and the great great point, I didn't think about it in that way, but yes, the writers in Jumanji set it up so you as a viewer. We're, we're on the fence about, okay, is Shetty in control in this situation or is Kate? And mm-hmm. nope. Nope. Kate is definitely in control. <laughs> definitely in control. Gloves yeah. are off. And, Gloves are
1: off, uh, literally, yeah.
0: And Shetty, Shetty uh, just slits her own throat. But what I did not see coming was, was to take it one step further. It wasn't enough for Shetty to slit her own throat. Nope, because we got Marie around. Mm-hmm. And, and so Kate prevents her from helping and yeah. beautiful acting by the actress who plays Marie and mm-hmm. asking for, just let me, you gotta just let me do this. And, yes. and it was like, Nope. I mean, yes. actually for, from both of them, like yeah. that was so, and, so done. Cause you could see it from both of their, both of yes. her perspectives, the pain that was going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a powerful, powerful scene. And, you know, cause yeah, especially when they were, like, intercut the Shetty and Marie's mother and it, it, everything about that scene. And again, but even even so, and even though you're right, I think Kate is in control at that point and And why it makes Kate such a, really furthers my point why Kate is so dangerous is because the, that that power that she has, I mean, she, you know, she can control and warp minds. And... And, and we've seen, you know, they've sprinkled all throughout the season how, how it can be utilized.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But then when we see it fully manifest itself and she's now off the pills that Brink and Shetty were giving her to keep her somewhat under, you know, compassionate control to use Cardozo's term. Um, now it's just like, oh, fuck. I mean, it, it, all bets are off now. And especially as we know, you know, with Newman being on campus and the, 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 uh, MAGA SOUPS, um, factions, you know, are, are clearly, we know where that, where they, 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 they stand and, 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 and now potentially have another powerful individual and in Sam in there on their team, uh, because he, you know, because they set it up well with the, you know, with the bonding there on the dorm. But then when they get to the, the rally, I guess the candidate form there in, in the in the student union and yeah and the students start sharing you know that one student like makes the point like you know we're superior and it, it's like and like you said, I mean that resonates with Sam because of what he's been through. So I mean it's yeah, I mean all bets are off as far as, as we as far as we move forward.
0: Yeah. Um to go back to Newman and um and probably the last point really of this episode for me mm-hmm. is um this is the Newman episode where we see her cameo. We called it last week spot on. She was the benefactor, that's revealed. And it's because of her similarities with Marie, where we learn something more about Marie's powers and that she's able to sense Gen V in people's blood. So yeah. she's able to figure out pretty quickly that Newman herself um has Gen V in her blood. And um I'm, I li- I like what they're doing with the power set of Marie because we still don't know fully what the extent of her powers are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she definitely is given, um, the powers to both save and kill people, play God, go figure. <laughs> um, much and also I'm not I'm just going to point it out because I always point it out uh we still don't know the extent of Jordan's powers
1: <laughs> we yeah get we don't the
0: clarification there too thank you <laughs> yep. Yep. um but but we get we get Newman we get a great scene between them finally an adult we can somewhat trust <laughs> somewhat.
1: somewhat 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 <laughs> you can
0: only trust like, like trusting characters and people in within this universe always been a challenge, always. Um, but, but we accept them because at the end of the day, Newman does take the information, believes information, and ends up getting a hold of Cardoza. Um, and who, who? I mean, it makes sense. The guy was naive enough to create the virus he would be naive enough to be like, I can turn this over to you and you're just going to let me go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like, especially the line and you're the only person who can recreate this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you think you're going to live?
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, I was hold, I was literally holding, well, as I knew where this was going, as the scene was going, and I was just like, okay, I just kept putting my hands over my eyes.
0: <laughs> I, I think I might've even said, your head will roll like before the song started playing. <laughs> I was just like his head is gonna come right off. Yep, it's gonna come yep. right off. But but that was the ending of the episode, and and that is why this ending and the ending of Loki's Loki episode four is like so parallels one another mm-hmm. because for for in terms of this season we've wrapped a lot of stuff up. I mean, the virus yeah. is yeah. in Newman's hands. Like mm-hmm. what's the meaning of it? Um, we, we, we know what the woods are, but so now I can only imagine with episode eight, it's going to be, Oh, you think we wrapped everything up, but we left these threads mm-hmm. and you'll find out where they go next season. Yeah. Like, Like, they're – and set up for next season. So I like this approach of instead of dividing your season finale into wrapping things up, here's an epilogue and preview for the next season, we're going to do that in the penultimate. And then the full last episode is just going to be a big tease for the next season.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, it, and also the penultimate, like, you know, clearly sets up some things for the boy season four, like, you know, with Newman, you know, having this virus and you know we know Newman and her her um relationship with Homelander as far as you know how antagonistic they are and, and also now she has a plus one that she can use and and uh with the with the powers and you know thinking about and uh, you're right. I mean the the, um, the 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 episode, thinking about going back to Marie and Newman real fast, and and how it kind of sets things up too, and 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 one of the things I thought about with this show and 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 it is you know it's set on the college campus. It's young, you know. You have the idealism of of youth with these characters, um, and and. And how your, you know, your, your worldview at that point is a completely more idealistic, more maybe utopian. And then, but as, as we've seen, as these characters have grown, gone through this season, we're seeing how they are now, you know, getting more like the boys characters where they're, you know, more jaded, more cynical because of the shit that they've been through. Um, and, 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 and so, you know, so these shows really do complement each other very, very well um in in that regard, um, and, and, and especially with Newman and Marie's speech, you know, really co- coloring that because Marie was like thinking, you know, I have, you know, I have the secret about this virus and I can use it and, you know, have a platform. And Newman was like, no, 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 how where your power comes is being the first black woman on the, on the, in the, in the, in the seven and have that type of platform and and you know and it's that cynical nature of like utilization of power you know to in in this case to 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 better you know make sure that the soups do continue to have their supremacy mm-hmm. um so this is very very smart the way that they you know because you know the the sams and the and the and the rufuses of the world think it's just you know, it's the 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 blunt force of power homelander way, you know, just cutting, you know, sawing someone down or, or letting a plane crash like, like he, that he did.
0: Yeah. He should
1: Yeah. Yeah. Newman's more surgical with it. And, and it, I just really like the way that they, they're setting that up. And it really, you know, Marie's, Newman's speech to Marie really drives that point home. You know, you can, you can be blunt force with it or you can be very surgical with it. And, and yeah. I thought that was, I, I really liked, uh, I thought that was a really powerful moment. Uh, The way the the episode ended.
0: Yeah. And just to point out, the three characters, Sam, Mm -hmm. Rufus, and Homeland are all white males. And then Newman and Marie are minority females. Mm -hmm. So, and it's, we're not like, it amazes me that with both of these shows, when we're talking powers, yeah, some of these characters have powers. Yeah. But it's not necessarily that power we're always talking about. It's the political, the political power. It's the, Mm -hmm. the leverage of, I have this to, to make you do what I want. Um, It's leverage. It's, it's different than just, just talking about um, people with powers and superheroes. Um, So, so it it is, um yeah, just so well written. Again, yep. I'd love to know if it's one writing room for both shows, two writing rooms who just so happen to like mind meld every day because <laughs> I can't tell the difference. If they switch, they're like, you're going to write this show and I'll write this show. Got it? Cool. And then Tuesday we'll go back. It's like the viewers can't tell, <laughs> yeah. which can't. says so much and is why people have said, that this is arguably the best shared universe we've seen um, is because it's they're, they're ag- they're going at the same level and it's so consistent. So yeah. 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 Shout out to yeah. them. Very shout happy out. that they're getting season two. Well, deserved.
1: Yeah. That's definitely a shout out to, like I said, the show, the, to the writers room, Eric Kripke, showrunner for both you know, chefs guest, great great season, can't, and and I have no doubt that the uh, finale is going to uh, stick the landing. But also, uh, you know, we 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 may be like uh, one of Newman's uh, victims here and have our minds and heads blown off. <laughs>
0: yeah, and yeah. also on that note about Eric Crichty, some people are saying like. Gen V is intentionally has moments of being written like a CW show. Okay. The guy comes from supernatural creator and main writer of supernatural, like first five seasons. So one plus one equals two. (laughs) Just, I hope people understand that supernatural, very popular, very long running show on the CW. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) One more thing before we sign yeah. off for tonight. We have to talk about it and just mention it. Um, but our condolences and hearts go out to Matthew Perry's family and friends as the actor died over the weekend due to a drowning. And this was very sad. It it hit me, but it was weird because um, I'm a huge fan of Friends. Like Mm -hmm. friends was airing when I was really young. I honestly really got into it when I was a teenager and it was just always on reruns. I own all 10 seasons on DVD. Mm. I have like, it was to a point in my high school years where me and my really, my best friends, we would have conversations and I want to say 90% of the context were just quotes from friends. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like like obsessed with the show, so it was really sad to hear about this, and to then be just inundated with all of the montages. Oh gosh, yeah. (laughs) And um, it was it's it's just sad. Um, very young, fifty four, and I believe fifty four, right? I'm right about yeah, 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 fifty four. Um, but but. We're, um, it's a sad loss, and um, we all know he struggled with other stuff, um, but we hope at least he's at peace, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: rest, yeah, definitely. I can't, but can't really add great, great sentiments there, can't really add, add, add anything more, but uh, you know, definitely was a talented, very talented individual, and um, yeah, he will be missed.
0: Yeah. And on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Will M Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K.
0: And you can find me there as well at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at SinaNerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and threads at Scene underscore N underscore Nerd. And visit our website, www.SinaNerdPodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, Geek Out. You're welcome.